0: We'll get ready, because the show starts now. Brand new episode of Get Inspired with Jason, the podcast and YouTube show. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about turning pain into purpose. You guys know I've been through a lot of pain and a lot of hardships. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it for the rest of my life. I was obese. I lived in shelter homes. I was broke for many years. I was just an unhappy freaking son of a gun. Simple as that. Simple as that. And you're saying, wait a minute, Jason, but you've done all these amazing things. Who, 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 who am I? I'm not a celebrity. You're not a celebrity. We're all amazing people. Which brings me to today's special, and I mean very special guest. This is a former, one of the biggest celebrity trainers in NBC's history's biggest loser, all right? You might be saying, wait a minute, but there's so many. Yeah, but this guy, he's different. This guy's different. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Being a celebrity trainer for The Biggest Loser for, you know, not just one season, this guy has been rocking and rolling the media for the past 10 plus years. He's also the creator of The 20 Minute Body and the founder of the Positive Vibes athleisure line, sweat with soul. Brett Hobel is his name, and he's an established fitness and motivation expert who is named one of the world's top 100 health and fitness influencers. Damn boy. Woo! An overweight teen and lifelong martial artist now practicing Brazilian martial dance capoeira. Brett has a positive fitness philosophy, and here it is. Fit isn't a look. It's a feeling. Yeah, welcome, Brett. What's up, baby? What's up, Caliente? Como está, brother? What's up? I'm good, man. Mi hermano, man. I uh, I am so excited. You and I have been trying to get this going for a while. Yeah. You know, and, and it's amazing how in life, you know, uh, how energies attract energies, right? Sometimes for the good or the bad. Luckily for us, it's been for the good, right? Because isn't it funny in life, uh, sometimes we attract those that seek our help, right? And sometimes we attract people that can help us as well. And and and, and your bond with uh, being such a deep-rooted person with a positive soul has uh, not only helped and transformed the life of thousands, uh, but also made me realize saying, you know what? You can be a celebrity just like I'm known as a celebrity but it comes down to being a decent human being. So for that, I thank you, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my man. So here's the deal. Uh, For for anyone that's watching or listening right now, Brett and I have a few commonalities besides being both celebrity trainers, wellness experts, and inspiring individuals that really just really care about helping others. We know one uh, well-known fitness trainer celebrity. Her name is Jillian Michaels. And Brett obviously was on The Biggest Loser. I was on the show Sweat Inc., where I was the finalist uh, amongst thousands in the United States to to see who has the best fitness program. Um, so, Brett, before we really you know give people these amazing tips on how to turn pain into purpose, give the audience a little bit you know uh, in thirty seconds. W- you see uh, Jillian in the news, you know, I'm sure you've heard what's going on, how she's been talking about, you know, uh, the, the superstar, uh, uh, her, I believe her name is Liz. Uh, I do my hair, well, like my nails. Right, right, right. What's her name? I don't even know her name. Do you know it? No. Okay, exactly. Now, <laughs> they, keep, they keep on talking about fat shaming. You know, what, what's your take on that? Do you think, um, uh, She's on the right, she's on the wrong. What's your take on Jillian, on, on her talking about that?
1: Oh, man, I mean, I can't speak for Jillian um, on that topic because she's, you know, she's her own person. What I, what I can really talk about is my experience with her. Um, I get asked this quite a bit, but, you know, it's interesting. When I came in on the show, I was brought on really specifically for uh, my background as a, as a trainer, as a career trainer. My partner at the time was a boxer, uh, kind of an amateur Golden Gloves boxer. But I will say this: that the one thing that I that I really gained so much from being around Jillian was her ability. It was this was beyond a trainer. It was really as more of a like a life coach. Her ability to go in and break down someone's walls and like literally get to the Bottom of what it was they were feeling, faster than anyone else I'd ever seen, and with five cameras rolling, all these people around, it was incredible because, as a trainer, I mean I wasn't really digging into people's skeletons that much when they're coming in the train with me. When right. I was this was a completely different thing. And what we did witness on the show, to be honest, was fat shaming. when we would take the contestants off the ranch and they would be seen in public. One of the things that upset me the most, uh, an example is we had t- two teenagers on the show. Uh, awesome was one of them, he was 18 when he started. People would, I would hear them uh, comments in the gym, we'd go to a gym and I'd hear them in the locker room saying things, fat shaming them. And it was like, the, the thing that always stuck out is you don't even know where this person is in their journey. Like this kid's already lost hundred pounds, man. So, you know, I think whatever Jillian's perspective is on that, she herself was overweight. She's had her own battles with that. I can just say for, for, for me, it's like, you. why spend the energy judging someone about that when you don't know anything about where they are in their journey? That's right, just right. This is my own personal opinion.
0: Yeah, totally. I agree. You know, a, a lot of the uh, what I've seen throughout the past few weeks, and, and this was one of the topics that's just, again, it's everywhere on Twitter, this and that you know, it's 50, 50, you know, who are, who they're saying, who is she to actually be so judgmental? But then the other half it's like saying, well, she's a professional. She's trying to make a point saying like, look, you could do whatever you want, but be healthier. So again, I just wanted your, your, uh, your take on that. And, and to each his own at the end of the day, uh, my audience knows Jillian did not want me on, uh, the show that I did in the beginning, she's tough as nails, type A personality. I've told her to her face, but we both have mutual respect. Yes. Which is saying, you know, example, hey, you know what? I don't have to like you, but I can still respect you. And at the end of the day, i rather have that with someone than just pure animosity. Because
1: 100%. life I mean, is sure. Yeah, there, There's a lot of controversial things happening on the show and after the show and she has that reputation she has that sharp you know very harsh reputation and she was like that with the contestants i mean it was it yeah. was a much different approach than when i took yeah. but I will i will say that again understanding that people's defenses are up so much and this is just something i think we'll probably talk about later how important fitness can be in transformation in that if you break someone down physically through basically fatigue, they don't have the defenses to keep making the excuses for stuff that they probably shouldn't. And then the truth starts to come out. And that was something that I realized of like, sometimes that really tough love that you're seeing is sometimes a way to get a result that is really needed. Now, how you say those things can be very different. My yep. way of saying it, very different. Yeah, um,
0: but it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That can make or break a situation, right? Just the same thing, you're wearing, uh, 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 by the way, we'll talk about your brand in a minute, uh, you're wearing that love hat right now. Two people can love each other equally but if they love differently that can totally shift this completely off sale right
1: 100%
0: same yeah. thing expressing you you may work with a client better than me just because she likes someone that has your tone of voice versus mine as an example it doesn't matter what it can be so that's what i tell people i'm like you want to work with me let's do a love language compatibility test <laughs> let's talk let's do a personality test and before you pay me let's make sure we get along but listen I, I want to jump to it because uh, uh, you know we got we got people sending messages. Uh, I've already let them know that you're going to be on the show. So, I, Brett, you're going to break down today eight tips that can really shift right and help people mentally, physically, emotionally, and get them out of a rough spot, so to speak. Again, you're going to go into it, and and what I love what you you sent me here is you said it's not about the pain; it's about what you do with it. So, uh, uh, without further ado. Uh, would you mind breaking down these eight tips for the world to, to hear and see about?
1: Yeah. I think that if you're going to talk about one of the greatest motivators ever, it's your pain, period. And I really believe at this point, it's not about the pain. We're all going to experience It's what you do with it, whether you let it define you or drive you. Yeah. And there are two types of pain in the world, in my opinion, the pain that hurts you and the pain that changes you. And you have – that choice in every moment to make to decide whether it's going to hurt you or it's going to change you and i think for you and i it, it hurt for a while but it, we turned it into a, a drive yeah. and that's so i so the, the eight points i mean i really have thought about this over time it's really how i work with a lot of clients because i do believe a lot of the clients that are coming to me their number one goal is weight loss but underneath all of that It's really um, self-doubt. That's a big one underneath. The weight loss is just something at the surface. But when you really dig underneath, they want to feel feel happier. They want to feel better. They want to feel sexy again. They want to feel loved again. And a lot of that has to do with self-doubt. So the number one thing right here, in my opinion, when you're dealing with your pain, is accountability. And that equals responsibility. That you are responsible for every result in your life. I'm gonna say that again. You are responsible for every result in your life. Yes. Ownership of how you contributed to your pain allows you to change. You're always pointing the finger away and blaming other people. You're giving them the power. If you can point the finger within and understand how you contributed to that, you can change yourself. You can't change someone else. So that brings the control back to you and allows you to make a change.
0: Amen. That is, whoo. That made my hair stick up because this, ooh, that just hit the spot. Why? I got in an argument with somebody. And let me tell you something, I was blaming them. And it took me 30, 45 seconds to internalize and rationalize and say, wait a minute, that's my ego talking, right? And I had to say, wait, I'm the one to blame, right? I'm the one to blame. So, whoa, that was awesome. All right. What's number two? Give it to me.
1: Honesty is the best policy, and it's can you be honest with yourself? Can you surrender to the fact that what you're doing right now in your life isn't working? And that's that's it's a big one. I've had to go through that in different times in my life and pivot in business and really understand that hey, this this is not working, and you need to make a change. And that's a difficult thing. Uh, ego is a big one denial. There's a lot going on, but having the ability to really be present with yourself, assess the situation and just be honest that that's, that's number two for me. Wow.
0: I I love it. And, and, and I mean, keep going. What's number three.
1: And a lot of, you know, where this hits a lot of people, it's in relationships. Yeah. You know, where, where you have to actually be like this, this relationship, whether it's a friendship, uh, a love relationship is—it's just not serving. It's not serving me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not serving them anymore. That's a really difficult. I see a lot of people, including myself at times, have stayed in relationships that they should have moved on from earlier because honestly, I wasn't honest with myself. Number or, three,
0: or, or not to interrupt or to add to it, sorry. Like I tell a lot of my—I uh, do relationship coaching with my clients as well. Uh, sometimes you—you you either outgrow your partner or they outgrow you. Right. And that happened in one of my previous relationships where I kept on working on myself and I was doing so well. I was so happy, but they didn't want to change and I outgrew it. That was it, you know, and that relates to anything else in life, you know? So absolutely.
1: Number three, are you willing to ask for and accept help? So this is the SOS I call and what's SOS uh the sos is a is a universal um distress call and i think um it it started at sea like um ships something of 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 distress but it was like it's a it's a marine thing where you know this is kind of the sos
0: oh got it got it got it got
1: it a distress call would be in morse code so um really the sos thing is are you are you willing Uh, to ask for and accept help. And I think a lot of people aren't. A lot of men, I know for a fact, aren't. And I I witnessed that quite a bit on the show, The Biggest Loser, where a lot of the actually physically bigger guys that were looked at as the captains and this and that, they didn't want to ask for help. And once they did, things changed dramatically.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome.
1: And it's hard. A lot of people, you know, the ego is a difficult thing to deal with um i think that honesty it comes first and then sometimes you got to ask for help and that can be the first thing of like looking it could be therapy it could be getting a trainer it could be getting a relationship coach it could be any of that but um, i have my own coaches i know jason you've told me you have your own coaches we all do and that is a form of service and help so
0: percent. All- the more knowledge we have the better we can serve ourselves and, and our community and and that's what people Including myself, many years ago, I was a knucklehead. I wasn't grasping that you know. It's kind of like that saying: you need money to make money. You need good coaches to be a better coach for others. That's it. You know. So yeah. What's the next one, brother?
1: Uh, Feel the heal, and um, you know, it's really about feeling what you what you need to to go through that process. Because suppressing emotions is not going to help you with change. Yeah. And it's easy to sedate that when you're starting to feel pain, to sedate it with drugs, with food, with sex, with a lot of things, with work. And the reality is taking the time to really go through that process of grief for whatever it is that you're feeling is really important that I think a lot of people in this day and age with their cell phones and everything else can just sort of sedate themselves and not go through that.
0: Love it. Love it. And agree. What's the next one?
1: Uh, be willing to endure the process. You know, I, I <laughs> one of my favorite quotes is nothing epic grows inside your comfort zone. Absolutely. And the process of change is a long one. You know, I, I went through a long relationship I was in for almost three years and it took me over a year to really go through this process of even being open to date again, or to, you know, to even something like I needed a, at least a full year to go through being by myself and, um, you know, a year, year and a half. Why did,
0: why did you need for anyone that's listening or watching right now? You were together for three years. Now, was it, was it because it was a bad breakup? Was it because you were too emotionally attached and it was a, a sudden cutoff? Like give, give the audience a little feedback of why so long.
1: I, I think that just was I, I deeply love this person. And it's really difficult when you know that you love someone, but you also know that ultimately you guys aren't aren't just a good life partner fit for yeah. a lot of reasons. Right. But when you ha- when you really have that love or you've felt it from them and you've given it, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. So I think part of the reason it took me a while to get over that is because there was a deep love that needed to kind of change, wash away, so to speak, or yeah. transition into something else. And for that to happen, and not to keep pointing the finger away, which is very easy to do, I had to keep pointing it in, and, and I had to grow myself. I had to really look at patterns and behaviors that I was doing that contributed to that, and yeah. work on myself. Yeah. And working on yourself doesn't take a week, doesn't take a month; it takes a while. And if you're committed to that process, then I think you will endure it. And that was just constantly looking at me, and putting aside the well, she did this," and "oh, wait, family," and that. And that, that, that took it took it took a long time.
0: Yeah, and I agree. And again, what you just said applies in anything and everything. I tell that to my clients each and every week. Every client that I talk to on the phone or Zoom with, you have to stick with it there's going to be better days. There's going to be bad days. But once you come out of it and you come out of the water and you're, you're getting air, you're getting that sun, sunshine hitting your face. It's like, damn, it was worth it. And you go back and say, okay, I had to do what I had to do. And, and you know, this, you only want to look back to see how far you've come, not to live in the past. Right. And what do we do sometimes too? We accelerate, our brains, just take off, and they want to move into the future, which causes anxiety. And we don't want to do that either. We want to stay right here, baby. So get yourself a damn good coach and stick with it.) <laughs> All right, next
1: one, brother. Uh, number six is body and mind. And exercise, to me, is the fastest way to build inner strength. If you want to get through painful experience. It is going to take some inner strength and, you know, train the body and the mind will follow. That's definitely one of my mottos. So I think a lot of us can relate to if you've done a great workout, whether that's, you know, a weightlifting workout, yoga, whatever, just getting your body to move, just getting your body. And in a hard workout, you're dealing with physical fatigue and actual muscular pain. In a more meditative workout or restorative workout sometimes you're dealing with the fact that your mind is trying to swirl around and solve problems and think about stuff and you and it's it's very difficult to push those aside so you're always kind of dealing with some type of of, uh, battle that you're doing in a workout and when you get through that you build inner strength so Having physical exercise at some point, part as part of your routine to get through the grieving process, I think, is a huge, huge part of it.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, my top-selling program for the past two years is called Mind Right Body Tight, and that's exactly what it stands for. It it all starts here. Your mind is the one that initiates, right? It's like the starting engine, right? And if your mind's not right, your body will never follow because you you could go to the gym all day, all night long, but again. What causes you to give you that initiative? It's your brain causing you to have more of balance and, and, and staying consistent with it because if your brain is messed up, you're going to be inconsistent, which most of Americans are, you know, that like yeah. meaning, Oh, I'll work out for four or five weeks and then I'm going to go back to drinking and eating and thinking that that's it. You know,
1: I I've uh, so I have a private Facebook group. I do a lot of coaching in and a lot, several of the women had some really difficult things happen during, right before COVID uh, with family members that got sick or other things. And uh, they had to step away from the workouts and they were apologizing because of uh, just there, there was so much grief there at the hospitals. But it was amazing to see them report back in, starting with one little thing and one little thing and one little workout and just how much um, relief they felt and how much better they felt from just getting to move their body and to do something positive for themselves instead of sit in their grief and it was it's just proof in the pudding you, you may it may not start the next day but if you if you, especially if you already have a routine before the incident happened or whatever you're going through you can plug right back in and it's so helpful
0: hell yeah and that's yeah that's what oh god i love that you guys get, are you excited? I mean, is this a great guest or what? Yeah, give me number seven,
1: baby. Come on. Number seven is the good fight, baby. The good fight. Woo. And that's is it like when you're going through things and you're trying to deal with your grief, is it good for you, but is it good for others? Because there are some things people will do that, well, it benefits them, but it really doesn't help the people around you. And I think that's something that really you need to assess as you're doing it. Um, you know, pulling away for a moment may be something that helps you, but if you're dealing with something in your, and this is, here's an example um, <clears throat> that I, I find myself to when I've been in relationships and I find that I'm going over covering the same ground in some discussion or something that I, you know, has been an argument in the past and I'm covering it again it's i will sometimes just pull away because i want to protect my energy and that doesn't serve my significant other my family members my friends where i just completely retreat and become reclusive for a minute that may help but it's not serving the other people and i have to look at that and figure out a better way of dealing with the frustration and pain
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah and once we control that life really changes for the better it's just we, it's a lot of uh, a lot of what you're saying is a lot of self-reflection, but most people don't want to do that. They're like, "Why should I blame myself?" It's so. And you said it earlier. It's so easy to point at somebody else, right? You know, but how can we prosper? It's by working on ourselves, right?
1: And I think yes. And sometimes just reframing is a really important term. It's not always easy to do that because you have to really believe in the, the new frame that you're putting up. But so an example of, rather than let's say, uh, when I'm working with clients, I'll say they'll use the word blame. I'm saying, let's take blame out and say responsible. responsibility, take responsibility for your actions instead of let me blame myself or something else. It's like, take that word out for now. Look at this as ownership and responsibility, take ownership of what you did to contribute to this. And that reframing with just those words helps a lot of people change their behavior um, and, and you know look at things differently.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And, and I know we have to go to the number eight before we wrap yeah. up today, but I, I have one question, I guess one addition as well. What do you, what advice do you give people? Cause I've had a few clients in this, you know how they go from say, eating like crap, barely working out to becoming compulsive. What I mean by compulsive, meaning they get so strict that my clients, usually in the beginning, I give them one cheat meal a week, right? And then after they lost 30 pounds, you get two, such and so forth. But I found the challenge where they get so strict. They're like, no, 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 I got to lose the 80 pounds or the 90 pounds. And I said, be careful because you might end up crashing, right? By not eating any junk food at all. And then they, they end up messing up. So what do you, what do you tell someone that's listening or watching why they need to take some chill days off too, here and there?
1: <laughs> exactly. For that is that you cannot, your body. I mean, I'll, I'll give examples from the show. Like a lot of the people that came off the show that were so strict when they came off, they gained all the weight back. Yep. And that's because your body is not able to sustain that type of extreme behavior and it, you're just going to rebound and your end a lot of times you may be doing uh, a disservice to your metabolism so you got to really be careful whether it's food restriction calorie restriction um, but i usually will just give some real life examples of these extremes from the show and unfortunately some of the people that i know even from my season that came came the way back and and this is another example of is it good for you is it good for everyone else if you become neurotic about this And you go home. You know the contestants would go home. That behavior is is affecting everyone around them. Now I'm not saying that they shouldn't try to continue their health journey, but it was making a lot of other people feel like they weren't worthy, they weren't doing good, they weren't X, Y, and Z. So there were more conversations around: Is what you're doing at this extreme actually healthy for the entire family, your kids, everyone else? So. Hope that makes sense.
0: Thank you. No, that was an amazing response. I'm sure everybody can relate. You hit it hard. I love it. And lastly, number eight.
1: Uh, Believing is freedom. Um, That having self-worth and belief in your ability uh, is what really will help create the change. And, you know, this was something I think we talked about a little bit at that. Believing is really freedom. That when you are going through this process, having a sense of self-worth, that you can overcome this is really important. Um, An example of this is on the show, that teenager I spoke of when we talked about uh, his journey, he basically said, I explained my weight loss journey, but I had gone from being thin to being overweight, being uh, good at sports to not even being picked on a team because other kids looked at me as being fat and we're not gonna pick you. Going from captain to not being picked. His example was, I've been overweight since all I can remember, and I've been the slowest kid. I've always been on the bench. So he never had any prior memories of being a captain or being good. So he didn't have this sense of self-worth when it came to fitness. And it was a really pivotal time for me to be like, wow, that's a different – I don't know what kind of coaching can I offer him. I can't offer him this personal journey because he's like, I've never experienced that. I don't have self-worth in this. He said, I I would never expect anyone, especially a coach, to see me and see value in me. I was like, wow, Jesus. So I basically said, Austin, then we're going to wipe the past. You have to make a decision right now on this show. You have to create the moments of belief. If you can't see that from your past or you don't think you're worthy for a coach or someone to believe in you, then you have to create it. And I brought up examples of him doing stuff uh, against, you know, some of the other contestants, like Rulon was a, a gold medalist and stuff, where I was showing him and proving him. These are moments that you rose to the occasion. And it was really interesting at that moment for him to create a little bit of belief and it sparked something in. And every workout after that, there's a little bit more fire. And a li- And I would remind him, I would sit there in his ear and tell him that he was rising to the occasion and when he wasn't. And it was interesting to see someone create that self-worth then. But self-worth and belief is huge.
0: Amen. I I, I completely uh, not only agree, but it's amazing once we have this shift mentally, because again it starts mentally. I even have an exercise for my clients. I'm 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 not sure if you've done this before. I make them write in notepads and sticky pads all the things as if and act as if it already happened. Example, um, I have $2 million in my bank account. I'm a size seven jeans. I feel great. I look great. I am happy. Even though that's not how that moment is the reality, I get them to mentally go there. So as you're going through this journey, like you said with your contestant, how you, you, he had a lot of limiting beliefs. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. Yeah, And you, you were able to shift his mind with exercises again, mentally, and then physically to believe in himself. And clearly he did great. And this is, this is, this is amazing, man. Uh, um, so the, the audience wants to know if they're watching, of course, cause we have a lot of people listening. Brett right now is wearing, uh, two of my favorite items. I actually have these. He's wearing a awesome, uh, is it a baseball cap? Correct.
1: uh yeah this is a trucker actually
0: trucker hat yeah yeah it's the love official trucker hat by sweat by soul this is the company that that brett is a founder of and if you mind opening up your jacket uh jacket a little bit he's wearing the peaceful warrior and yes this is a sponsored ad brought to you by sweat with soul (laughs) and for a limited time only no but seriously guys here's the deal You guys, you know, I have a lot of people again, whether they're watching, listening, and this also gets broadcasted on Facebook, where there's over half a million followers. Uh, You guys are what make this show come a reality, and bringing people like Brett Hobel, that you may be saying, "Man, you know, he's awesome like you," but the truth is, brother, I want to tell you, you're an inspiration to me, and you gave me uh, uh, butterflies, uh, uh, and not in a gay sense. You made my hair stick up because. I resonated with so much of what you were saying with your stories and what you've done for people. And, and, and which brings me to what, what inspired you to do this awesome clothing line, right? That's such a positive movement. I see it. So many hundreds of people are wearing this. Tell the audience a little bit about it before we go, uh, we, we take off today.
1: Sure. Uh, So sweat with soul. Came about where uh, this relationship I was speaking about. Um, we wanted to do something that meshed fitness with personal development. When we first started dating, we were I took her out on fitness dates, and it was really clear from the beginning that we both were really inspired by classes or instructors that had a really inspirational message. She was a soul cycle fanatic. Um, we went to a lot of classes like that. I took the cup with her to Capoeira, where our instructors are always giving just really uh, amazing motivational um, life moments. So we want to do a project like that. And we both were writing a lot of positive quotes and we just said, what about a t-shirt line? And again, it was let's do something that has to do with living a positive life, positive vibes, lifestyle and active positive vibes lifestyle that mixes fitness with this positive personal development. And yeah. we, started with t- we started with positive quotes like this on T-shirts, and then it just grew into hats and, uh, you know, pullovers and leggings and a lot of other stuff. Um, and it was also something in our relationship that it was just so fun to dive in together on something with someone you want to be a life partner with on a project like that, you know, where you're pouring your creativity and time and all of that and love into something. And it was like, you know, kind of like our little child, so to speak. It was like something we were co creating. So that was a bit, I believe, a big part of it as well. Um, And, you know, I'm really, really proud of what we've done with Sweat with Soul. You know, it's really nice. Jason is like a humongous spokesperson for us. He's just always, from the first event, really, and this is what we wanted. We knew that our tribe out there are people that resonate with these type of messages and are really proud to wear it and have a voice you're at the you know you're one of the main people I remember you came in and just were so supportive from the beginning and and just rocking the gear left and right
0: yeah and, and it's something again that I I enjoy it because I believe in it right so when you believe in you know, inspiration, love, balance, and these are all the things and more that stands for the Sweat With Soul company. Uh, if, if anyone uh, watching or listening right now has yet to check out the website, I'm going to put it in the description on both iTunes, Spotify, of course, YouTube, and all the other platforms. Um, Brett, I, I'm going to put you uh, uh, up to something here. My, I like free stuff. Do you like free stuff? I love, I love free stuff. Okay. All right. All right. We're on the same page. What if we were to do a cool little giveaway on my Caliente Fitness page on Instagram and on Facebook, and we give two lucky winners a hat and a shirt? How's that sound?
1: A hundred percent.
0: Let's do it. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well can up to Annie. I can do a hat and a shirt for twice. So they get a little outfit.
0: Ooh, they got the outfit. Okay. So everybody here. So it doesn't matter if you're male or female, right? You have for both. Okay. So what you're going to do is whenever you're done watching, listening to this, you're going to go on, hop onto uh, Brett's uh, website. You're also going to follow him on social media. Yep. That's another endorsement right there. And for only two ninety five. dollars No, I'm just kidding. No, no, but seriously, uh, check out the amazing gear. I mean, it's like not only visually appealing, and I stand by this, the quality of the hats, the, uh, the cotton. I, uh, 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 when I put on these shirts, and I have about three of them, I believe, I've washed them 50 times, and it just, it just stays true to fit, it's super comfortable. So really take your time going through the website and get excited because once this releases, it'll probably be another week or two for the giveaway. So stay tuned for that. And uh after that, who knows? We might have a follow-up interview. Uh, if this goes really well, uh, we might even add a little 20% in the near future, which brings me to, and we have to go in one minute because I have a meeting here. If you have not checked out Brett's 20-minute body workouts, I want you to visit 20minutebody.com. All right. You know I'm the king of 12-minute workouts. I've got my brother here for 20 if you want to amp it up. Uh, uh, Brett, man, I love you, bro. Seriously. You're thank you so much for being here, man.
1: Thank you so much for having me always, man. I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. And I always appreciate getting to see you.
0: Absolutely. Any, any, uh, any last words of advice in, in 10 seconds that you can tell someone right now that is ready to make the shift, but is still hesitant. Go.
1: The dumbbell and the diet don't get you in shape, baby. Belief in yourself and accountability do. period
0: yes my man my man brett hobel gracias hermano thank you you guys don't forget to subscribe don't forget to like share and if you have any questions for either me or brett share it on your stories why tag us why because we will do a live are you down for that too right and we will answer your questions on a live format Keep it caliente, mind, right, body type, Brett Hobel. I'll see you and everybody in the next one. Are you loving my show? And has this episode helped you in any way, shape or form? If so, make sure to subscribe and leave me a five-star review, thumbs up, all that jazz. Why? Because all these things count. Make sure to follow me at Jason Roselle Live on all social media platforms. And take a screenshot of this episode and hit me up on IG, tag me. I want to start a conversation with you and spread more awareness. Feel free to visit my website, jasonrozell.com, where you can get my free ebooks when you subscribe, view my programs, one-on-one Skype coaching, and more. But most importantly, send me your questions. Send me your topics that you want me to cover for upcoming episodes. It's all about giving love and getting love, right? Stay ready, stay
1: humble, get inspired.